Hey, Alex. Son. I have a question. Yeah. Do you host Thanksgiving? Okay, so uh, simple answer, no. However, there is a longer answer. Okay. So when my dad and stepmom had their place in Florida that they would spend a few months in the winter. Okay. There were a few years where they didn't come home for Thanksgiving. They came home for Christmas, but they didn't come home for Thanksgiving. Okay. So those few years, I did host. The best part was my New York family came. It was it, it was so good. Like, I really genuinely enjoyed it. But in reality, when dad is here and really the whole family is coming, because I think the one year my brother and his kids came, but the other year I don't think they did. So it was a little smaller, probably okay. like, I don't know, a dozen of us. But this year for Thanksgiving, there's like 25 people. I have nowhere to put 25 people in my house, especially with Bruno. Yes. Forget about a it. A lot of challenges with that yeah. many people. So um, I have not in a couple of years. I did really enjoy it when I did, mostly because I felt like I was channeling my father. He taught me all the things to do. Um, but basically, no, won't be hosted. Well, my mom will come. My mom comes over in the morning, uh, but and then we go to my dad's in the evening. But sometimes we don't necessarily cook. We just kind of hang out. But uh, we'll more on that. Do you host Thanksgiving? I do. Okay. Well, I want to hear more about it. Okay. Let's get back to that. All right. Okay. Welcome to Wine with Friends. Hi. Welcome to Wine with Friends. Hi. I'm Alex. I'm Andrea. So we are getting ready for Thanksgiving today. Yes. Right? And this is like a very important yeah. episode. We're going to pack a punch here. We're going to give you some Thanksgiving favorites. And I'm bringing you the wine. And you have plenty of time to get those wines to find and the prepare. Wine. Yeah. We have planned ahead for you. We have planned ahead. You're making your grocery list. You're getting your turkey. You're getting your whatever you're shoving inside your turkey. You're getting your 57 pounds of potatoes. Question to you, shove stuff inside the well, We're going to get there. Okay. We're going to get there. Okay. okay. Um, and you're going to get your wine. Yes, but first, first, this is important. We have a rewind. Yes. Okay, Andrea, go ahead before okay. we go any further. So a few weeks back, we had our episode about travel. Yep. And in that episode, um, we had gotten some you know expert tips from our friend. Yes. And she has sent me um an update, a little follow up. Of, yes, I kind of misled. A clarification. There you go. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. See, you're always there to get you me. Well, I don't have the term. I got you. Um, so I kind of we kind of misled, and mm-hmm. you know, well, we didn't know what you don't know, you don't know, right? We kind of read it into it wrong, maybe. Yeah. And so she but just wanted to clarify. That. Yes, because she said, and I quote, "I don't." want your followers to get laughed at yeah and i appreciate that so especially on certain budget airlines yes yeah all right so tell us what ray said this is in regard to if you're feeling cold asking for a blanket or asking for a pillow even i said you should try to cozy in for a pillow and i kind of my story they kind of laughed at me but they did give me a blanket that i used as a pillow Mm -hmm. there was only like five on the whole plane and that was like 20 years ago very lucky and it was 20 years ago yeah and it was a more known airline okay okay so now we have all these budget airlines yeah and it's bare minimum that's a actual fact. Yes, bare minimum. So she says to tell the flight attendants 
if you're feeling cold, warm in the cabin, and they can let the pilots know to adjust the temperature, especially if more than one person speaks up about it, then they'll yes. take it seriously. She said most planes do not have pillows or blankets anymore. And if someone asks for one on these <laughs> budget airlines, they're going to get laughed at. <laughs> and that's going back. So she does not want that for us. <laughs> right. So she's just saying, because we had said that if you're cold, ask for a blanket. And she's saying, oh, no, 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 don't. It's not like speak up about wanting a blanket. It's speak up. Okay. So we just had a whole bunch of technical difficulties. Uh, it's like 20 minutes later and we are now drunk <laughs> <laughs> so we take yeah. our job at wyman friends very, very seriously seriously okay so the bottom line is back to the rewind on the airplane <laughs> that's the point yes ray's just saying don't get laughed at don't ask for a blanket just don't be afraid to say it's pretty cold in here or like whoo it's really warm is there any way we can get the temperature turned down because she's saying that if enough people say something, it will happen. They, they can talk to the captain or whatever and get the cabin temperature Ooh, adjusted. Well, the captain, come on and go. <laughs> this is your captain speaking. I have adjusted the cabin temperature for your ultimate comfort. <laughs> Why will that not be funny? I don't know. This took a turn. <laughs> oh, oh you can only see us. Okay. All right. Anyway, back. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> uh, so uh, that's the rewind. Okay, what else do we yes. have going on this week? What's new with you? I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, I have something I have to tell you. I'm dying to hear it. I think that I have developed a gluten intolerance. Oh, no. That is what I think is really? happening with me. Are you serious? Okay, I don't know if I told you this. Two nights ago, I woke up. It was, I worked, yeah, I saw you work Saturday night. It was that mm -hmm. night. I closed. I had a Christmas sale while I was closing. Well. And then, because, duh. And then I came home and I walked the dog with a high noon, because, duh. <laughs> and then I go to bed, like, normal. Like, it wasn't that late. I went to bed after that. I wasn't getting rowdy. I wake up, like, maybe a half an hour after falling asleep with the worst stomach ache. Oh. And then it's, like, getting worse. Like, sharp pains? I don't even know how to explain it. I honestly don't know Did how to explain it. Did you think you were going to throw up? Or? Kind of felt a little nauseous. Like, not terrible. But I went to the bathroom thinking, like, I don't know what's happening. And I pooped. But then I... But it wasn't... I don't want to get this graphic. Okay. Anyway. I just, like, kept going to the bathroom for, like, a half an hour. Kind of feeling nauseous. Kind of not. Kind of like, I didn't know what was happening. It was the worst stomach ache ever. And it kept me up for... An hour and a half easily. What did you eat before? I don't know. But hold on. There's okay. more to this story. Okay. Also, going back, like, over the last several... This is kind of an ongoing thing with me, that I have, like, some stomach in irregularities and some irregular BMs and things like this. Okay? A lot of gas. A lot yeah, of a gas. a lot of info okay? here, listeners. I know. Sorry. But I'm getting to a point. Okay. It is a lot of TMI, but I'm getting to a point. I know that... I uh, don't particularly process dairy well and some other things like tomatoes, which kills me because I freaking love tomatoes and I'm not supposed to eat them. So I try to be cautious. But lately I'm like, I swear I'm not doing, like that's not when I get this terrible crampy gas. I haven't, I haven't been able to pinpoint what's causing it. Mm. Okay. 
So then comes the stomachache. And then the next day I'm feeling like not great, but okay. Okay, well then even last night, I'm looking at my face, okay? I have this little pimple pop up. I'm not complain- worried about a pimple here and there. Like this is normal life, okay? By the way, you can barely see it. No, I agree you can barely see it. And I did just I'm no, have my have it. my period and you know what that does that's what I'm figuring yeah. this pimple is okay that's okay. normal, but if you're really looking I feel like I'm seeing like this small breakout and I know it's it's not like super pimply but since I improved my skincare routine a few months back my skin is really pretty fresh and I'm like what is going on and all of a sudden I'm like okay what is different I had Christmas ale beer mm. two nights in a row oh. And then I'm thinking on all these times where I get these crampy, gassy things. And I'm like, oh my God, well, I had this or I had that. Some days it's if I have like a quesadilla at work. And I'm like, I'm telling you, it's like that tortilla. Mm-hmm. Just that, not everything. Just I was certain. ready to not and say you... gluten and just blame the beer. But now we're back yeah. to the gluten. Okay. Sometimes, but beer has gluten. I know, but I was, I was going to like give you Trust a pass. Me, on I don't food. want to have to be. Well, I don't want to be beer free either. Are you kidding me? Do you know how much I love the ale? It's the most wonderful time of the year. No. Oh my God. And I don't even want to, like, it's just because it's such a fad that I'm like, I don't, don't, I don't want to be freaking gluten free. This is so lame. Not speaking for the people who have legitimate gluten intolerant, in, gluten <laughs> intolerance or allergies or whatever. Like, I, no, that's different. But now I'm like, holy shit, I think it's have me. Have you ever done, like, um, a FODMAP diet? What the hell is that? So... Matt her has had issues throughout the years, um, mostly with swallowing and stuff. Oh. And his doctors have put him on this FODMAP diet. So it's nearly impossible. Oh. You eliminate. I really love food. I know. That's so bad. So do I. <laughs> you eliminate everything, basically. And you can look it up mm. online. There's a certain list of things that mm-hmm. are okay and within that mm-hmm. that you can eat. And then you slowly reintroduce these things yeah. and see how your body handles it. And if you have no reaction, you're good. Right. And then you reintroduce something else. It takes forever. Right. We've never completely followed through with it. I feel like I definitely should do that because for for one thing, I know like when I'm really committed to avoiding dairy, I, I don't necessarily tell that I feel better when I don't consume it. But then when I say I have you no do. dairy for two weeks yes. and then I have some, I'm like, whoa. Oh, it's mm-hmm. bad. So, you know, I try to just keep things in moderation and be reasonable. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of, that's what's going on with me. I feel like I'm developing this I thing. often feel like, like I have dairy problems. Well, I don't think dairy is ex- especially good for anybody. But it tastes good. My chiropractor does some different uh, testing. That's who, that's how I found out about like the dairy and the tomatoes. So I think next time I go, I'm going to ask her if she can do a test for gluten. Because I don't know if she had done that. They do like a muscle testing thing. Okay. It's fascinating. Fascinating. So I think I go next week and I think I'm going to ask her about it and just see. Because I don't, I I definitely, the hard thing is, she's going to tell me, am I going to do it? I really love food. You should do I mean, it this episode you... is literally about Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, I'm not going to not eat something on Thanksgiving. Correct, but you don't You don't want to be miserable. You need to pinpoint no, what's happening. No, but I am also miserable when I avoid things that I love. Yeah, but what if it's causing you complete misery? 
Don't be I will be completely Don't miserable be if I can't eat the foods that I love. You'll you'll <laughs> learn to adapt and you'll work around it and then you after a while you won't even miss it anymore. Okay, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. As your elder, <laughs> you should listen to me here. <laughs> okay. All right, so, so you and take notes of what she does and then this could be a future podcast because I'm right. sure people are dying to know what's going to happen They're to your bowels. They're dying to know about my bowels <laughs> for sure. <laughs> God, I didn't, the list. really didn't mean for it to go this direction today, but that's okay. Anyway, that's your um, wine of the week. That's my wine of the week. Yeah. Um. So yeah, speaking of food that we love, do you have a favorite Thanksgiving food? Because that's what kind of what I'm going to is I'm thinking about what I'm not willing to give up when it comes to Thanksgiving, and then I think about Christmas, and then I just think about every day of my life. Okay. I'm not willing to give up foods, but anyway, do you have a, a what's your favorite thing on your like plate? Your you're I'm jumping, yeah. yeah like That's, you're. I mean, being you you know me, right? Hysterical, <laughs> hysterical might be a stretch. <laughs> Talking about jumping. Well, you go from Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's to every day of my life. Yeah. Duh. I mean, you want me to go the rest of the season without a Christmas ale? I'm not for fucking that. get about it. Do you it. want to wake up in the middle of the night and be sitting on the pot? No, all night? that was I was really miserable. Okay. I was in a lot of pain. That so was not let's good. think about this. Pros cons. Wait it out. So, okay. What's I, your favorite thing on your Thanksgiving plate? I have several. Mm-hmm. I am pretty proud of my turkey. Mm-hmm. And I love my turkey as it's thawing out in the fridge. I okay, am wait, talking hold on. my turkey. You asked me if I host Thanksgiving. I didn't ask no. you. Oh, no, you did. I did? I think. Okay. I don't I know. I think I just already know this. I don't know. I know that you okay. do. But now our listeners know okay. that you host Thanksgiving. We're a mess today. So you host Thanksgiving, so you cook your turkey. And I agree. Yes. There is a lot of pride in that bird. I freaking love it. Um, so I've hosted every year for 17 years that I've been with wow. Meher. Okay. Um, and I got up the nerve and the gumption mm-hmm. to take that on. Okay. Because when I lived in an apartment with my friend, Shelly... Hi, Belly. Um, she's who I went to Vegas with. And mm. so my whole airplane story, when the guy was freaking out, she okay. was next to me okay, rocking good. it out to her music or her show Sounds while good. I was consoling this guy. Anyway, okay. we had our own apartment and I was like, I want to cook Thanksgiving. My parents have always done it and I want to do it. Yeah. And I freaking watched Martha Stewart on TV for like mm, 15 girl, hours straight. Down. I took notes and then like Food Network had like a whole like Thanksgiving how-to show. I watched oh. all that and I cooked my first turkey then uh-huh. and it was just my parents, Shelly, and my boyfriend at the time. Oh. And my dad carved into that turkey <gasps> and part of me was like, please don't be like Christmas. vacation. <laughs> 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 and it did it and it was delicious Yay! and from there i have my start so yes i freaking yes. i just love it i got such a thrill and excitement and a sense of accomplishment it's yes. really fun. It's a lot of work, but it is really fun. And there, you're right. There is a sense of accomplishment. When yes. somebody's like, Andrew, this turkey is so good. You're like, yes, Fuck it is. Yes. Thank you. Yes. So I talk to my turkey. I think that's part of my success. Mm-hmm. While it's in the fridge. Oh, yeah, you got to show it some love. Every time I open the door, I'm like, oh, look at you. <laughs> You're going to be so tasty. Yes. Yeah, you got to talk nice to I it have conversations. before you roast it. Yeah. And then only in the last couple years uh-huh. have we 
put it into a wet brine. Okay. We never did that before. Always do the brine. We yeah. heard from a good friend who, God rest his soul, he did pass on. He had oh. a brain tumor. Oh, I'm so Very sorry. Sad. He's a friend of, or he's the father of one of Noah's friends growing Aww. up. Yes, very sad. But he told Matt one night, he was like, you put that thing in a brine? Yeah. And Matt's like, oh, what are you talking about? He says, you put it in a brine mm-hmm. with whiskey. And oh. so every year we do it in honor oh. of him. Oh, that's very cool. Yes. Very cool. And then we, I buy a, like a Lowe's bucket. Yeah. With the lid. Yeah. Every year because we and can never it find porch. it. And, you know, it's never going to be clean enough for Matt because he's a germaphobe. So we right. get a brand new one every year. So Lowe's, you're welcome for that. Five dollars okay. to spend with you for that. And yeah, we put it on the deck, and then all night I'm like, I hope an animal. Hope it's cold enough. To, well, that usually it is, but yeah, yes. it has been in years. It has. Yeah, been. sometimes we do the garage the, because the of the garage. animals, and I'm yeah. nervous about the animals. Well, you also can, and it, don't worry about the germaphobe. You you can take a cooler, line it with a trash bag. Oh. And then you can put like ice around it or or whatever. Wow. This is yeah. good to know. Yeah. Because then you can like put it in a cooler and you can set something on top of it. Yeah. So it's nice and heavy and you don't have to I worry have about any animals. coolers too. But you can, like I said, line with a trash bag. That is great. Yeah. I'm so glad I went I mean, on, I do not, the bucket too. About I, my turkey first. I do the bucket too, but yeah. Yeah, the brine is really where it's at. So, so I, moist. <laughs> so Kayla Huggins, that moist is dedicated to you. <laughs> that moist turkey is thanks to the super moistening <laughs> brine. And we have lost Kayla now. She's our number one fan. Listener, she is one of our number one fans and she hates that word. That is why what we word? were saying it. Moist. Moist. Okay, got and it. For anybody else out there who hates it, very sorry. Not sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes, the brine is where it's at. I follow my dad's recipe because my dad is, you know. Oh, I'll share this picture. I got to share this picture with our listeners. I'm going to share it on our Instagram, Wine with Friends Pod. A couple years ago, Camila was, uh, Camila was spent the day at my dad's like right before Thanksgiving and he, she was like his little sous chef for the day. And there's this picture of her like with a thumbs up over the bird. She's got like a chef's hat on. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, I love it. Anyway, so I follow his recipe, but then the... I don't know, there's something, there's juniper berries go into this brine, oh. and I buy them, like, once a year for this damn brine, and then I need, like, a tablespoon of them, and then they just sit in the cupboard until next year. I'm like, well, we'll get fresh. I wouldn't even know where to get those. Giant eagle. That's the interesting. The good old big bird. Big bird. Wow. Okay. But, so, anyway. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh Besides there's more. the turkey. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, I make a kick-ass gravy. Like, okay. I have really honed in on my gravy skills. Okay. Well, wait till I tell you about oh, Maury Sullivan's recipe. I get compliments every year about my gravy. Okay. I'm proud of that. My um, side dish that I am most enjoy eating mm-hmm. is my Brussels sprouts. Okay. Okay. How about you? I'm, you know, I'm not really a big fan of Brussels sprouts, but I always try, I always try them. I always put them on my plate because I'm, I'm a grown up and I try. And sometimes, depending on how they're made, I'm like, yeah, I can get down on these. And other times I'm still like, "Mm, it's not working, but I try. Aldi has this package of frozen Brussels sprouts and it's with like bacon and some balsamic glaze, I think. Not bad. Have you ever had the Brussels sprouts at Twisted Olive here in our city? 
I don't think so. I haven't been there in like a million years. That but I've heard they're really good. Is where you need to go to have top notch, hands okay, well, down the best. Next week, let's go have happy hour, Brussels sprouts, wine, twisted olive, and then we'll do the pod. We can just do it there. Uh, that could be interesting. <laughs> no, I, I like this. Okay. I'm curious if our listeners are going to like this style of <laughs> recording after a bottle of wine or This not. is more like our real life conversation. Yeah, this is true. Very true. Okay, so anyway, so the point is we're getting to, it's Thanksgiving, the holidays are coming, everybody's cracking open a bottle of wine, right? You're, right. you got to get the wine on the grocery list. Alex. Yeah. What do I do? Like, how do I pair to, do I, am I pairing the wine to the turkey? Am I pairing it right. to the sides? Mm-hmm. Am I pair like, how am I, there's so many, you're eating I so much food. Okay, listen. I'm up. panicked. Okay. Don't panic. <laughs> Don't panic. Up. The wino next door is here to rescue you. Thank okay. You. First of all, completely agree. Valid point. There's so many things. And I did, um a thanksgiving wine pairing tasting last year mm. and we paired all these wines with all the different thanksgiving dishes right mashed potatoes and uh turkey and gravy and or maybe not gravy cranberry sauce like you know and what wine goes with them green beans was one of them okay. i think i don't remember i'll pull it up anyway my point is yes you're right because there's something different with each one and it's like and then what do you have with your pie and what do you have right okay. yes i can't have eight glasses on the table right pouring eight no because for one thing nobody wants to buy eight bottles of wine i mean have everybody bring one sure mm-hmm. but you don't want to it's like cha-ching cha-ching it's the turkey's expensive and then i gotta be year. like oh while you eat your mashed potatoes drink number three yeah right yeah Which, that could be fun though <laughs> that that could be fun for like a, the day after with our leftovers. Like a like a Friendsgiving. Oh oh my god, thing. let's do it. Okay. Well, okay. All right, but anyway, but yes, this. you're right. The point is you don't want eight different wines for your all one thing for each dish on your plate. I got enough no. problems you, making the yeah, food. Exactly. Yeah. So I have some suggestions for you. I'm gonna give you a couple that I think like this is gonna go no matter what. But then I'm gonna give you a few more that I really like to do too. Okay. Okay. So for starters, now that we've almost drank the whole bottle, I'm going to tell you, this is like delicious. my, this is my go-to. Okay. And I love that you're saying it's delicious because it's been established. You don't necessarily love like a dry, super dry wine. Did we do, we, ha- we haven't done any reds yet on the pod though, have no. we? Okay. So something that a lot of people don't like about red wine is tannin, heavy tannin. It's that really like mouth gripping drying sensation it's It's like a bitter cup of coffee right Mm -hmm. so that's where a wine like this comes into play it's like um comparing a cabernet sauvignon to a pinot noir okay so cabernet is going to have like oh yeah you're looking at me like well you're going too far here okay more tannin and it's going to be better you got to pair it with specific food to kind of mellow that tannin or a lighter wine like Pinot Noir, lower in tannin, that's a little bit more friendly to the average palate. Not only is no average is not the right word to to more people, more friendly, more um, more people are just going to enjoy it and more food friendly, and it's easier to just drink on its own. Okay. Okay. So, it's so more of an acquired taste, the higher. The I don't tannins. necessarily want to say acquired because it's like a lot of people compare it to a cup of coffee. Uh, if you are cool with like black coffee, right. Mm -hmm. And it's that, um, bitter taste. Mm -hmm. Some people like it. 
And some people are like, no, give me a little cream. I want to, I, I like I the like, taste of coffee, yeah. but I don't want the bitterness. So I just I want to like tone Starbucks it down a little bit. It's real bitter. They're regular coffee. It, it kind of is. I, regular I, coffee. I, I like it. But I also have found, this is one of the things, as I've tasted more wine, once I started studying wine and learning more, because I used to just be like, yeah, you want it dry and like, okay, tannin. What? I don't think I knew then, but mm-hmm. whatever. And then you start tasting more and you're like, oh, but I want to like, I like something lighter because then I can pick up on so much more than just, it's dry. Okay. The very mm-hmm. basic terms. Anyway. I'm a very um, basic wine person, so. <laughs> okay, so let's just get back to the point. So... The the top wine that I'm suggesting that I think you can do, like, pretty much all day long because it's food-friendly. This is what we've been drinking here for the last God knows how long we've been having these technical problems. This is called Beaujolais. Now, Beaujolais is the region in France where the wine comes from. When you get into European wines, things get really technical. I'm not giving you a whole wine lesson today. You're going to tune out, and that's fine. You can go to... Uh, the wino next door on Instagram and find out more about that. Fine. Today we're just talking. Beaujolais is the region in France. The grape is primarily used is Gamay. Oh. Okay, so this is made using Gamay grapes. It's fruity. It's light. It's low tannin, and it has a nice high acid, which is that refreshing, mouthwatering sensation. I like acid, I and that's what goes well with a lot of foods. Now I'm... you don't want to pair like acid with acid. You know, there's thing. There's there's oh. like rules for lack of better words but it it makes it a little more friendly for more foods so that's what i think this is a great wine to pair with everything on thanksgiving is it like it's gonna go great with this 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 and this and this maybe not but it's a good like overall even it's gonna work what's also kind of a fun fact about beaujolais is there's a tradition in france um wait wait Okay. That's my French. <laughs> um, the, um, I lost my I'm so no, sorry. Okay. It's okay. Um, there's a, there's a tradition where it, it tends to fall right around Thanksgiving, which of course Thanksgiving isn't a thing in France. This is totally an American uh, okay. thing. <laughs> but it falls in November where what is released is called Beaujolais Nouveau. And it's the, the current year's vintage. Okay. So it's like. The grapes that were just harvested six weeks ago. Do you want to drink that? You Don't you want to let it wait? Well, a lot of times you do. But this is like a thing. Beaujolais Nouveau. And it's released when it's super fresh. It's I mean, Of course, it's fermented. It's not like it's not ready. It's just right. it's not aged at all. Mm-hmm. And it's meant to be drunk. Drunk? Drank? Drank? Drink? Drunk? I think. Anyway. Drank. You want to drink it right now. There you go. Okay. That's a good. So they refresh it. Or they refresh Way to bring it back. It. Oh my God. They release it. Words are hard, friends. <laughs> <laughs> they release it really young. And uh, yeah. And you I, I'm just saying it happens it. to pair up close with Thanksgiving. Okay. I don't know the technicalities. It could be like the same fucking day as Thanksgiving. I well, don't know. This Google one it. we're drinking isn't very old. This is only No, this is a, Well, this is a 2020, but this is not Nouveau. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, the Nouveau okay. is going to be, it almost has a little bit more of like a tart. It's just like really fresh. Hmm. It's probably more expensive. I could go off in like 12 different directions on this right now. Well, no, because it's young. They haven't spent the time, they're, they're not sitting on it okay. for a year That's that they have to make the money on sitting on it for a year. Because it's like such a thing. It is a thing. I'm just saying, that's just a fun fact. I just went in 12, <sighs> this is me, God. 
No, I like this. Because let me tell you, I never would have tried this a day in my life. Right. Because you, you look at it, you're like, what is this? It. I do know Beaujolais. <laughs> Only because I worked at country clubs. Mm-hmm. So I have a little bit so of knowledge. So here's my... I don't know that I've ever drank it. My top recommendation is going to be the Louis Jadot Beaujolais. I will take a picture of it and I'm going to share it on Instagram. I'll put it in our show notes. Because you can find it most anywhere. It's on my Target wine guide even. And it's like 15 bucks. Oh, and then you can say, excuse-moi, s'il vous plaît. Si, oui, uh, oui, oui. The Beaujolais Yeah, if you want to say that, you can. That is my friend. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, I, I don't want to go too far because I'm not great with my pronunciations of things. That's but... all I have. That's all you're going to get. So, bottom line. Beaujolais, it's the region in France. Gamay is the grape that's grown, and it's very fruity, juicy, uh, high acid, low tannin, super food friendly. That's my top pick. I am definitely buying this for Thanksgiving. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Now, from there, I can make some other great recommendations. Maybe you've had this and you're like, no, I don't want that. Or no, we don't like red. Or I want to do something different. Yes, you should You okay. should have a few options. Yes. My next thing is going to be a little more complicated for some people. Oh, starting no. with only because it's a little less frequently found in the grocery stores. So I can't tell you, like, get this one at the grocery store. Okay. You go to your local wine shop. You ask for a recommendation. You're good. Grocery store, a little bit trickier. But it's Gewürztraminer. So it's another, like, cool climate varietal. Did you sneeze? No. Bless you. <laughs> anyway, it, this is a Gewürztraminer. Gewürztraminer. Okay. German? German. Okay. It's a white varietal, and it's kind of a little spicy. Did we have Gewürztraminer a couple weeks ago? On our show? Yeah. No, we had a Gruner Veltliner. Oh my gosh. This is just like being in the Finger Lakes and getting my lakes <laughs> mixed up. These words. And Gewurztraminer is also very commonly found in the Finger Lakes. It's, <laughs> it's a great. But my point is, it's got this little spiciness that I think, and a little bit of like ginger, mm. pear, lychee kind of flavors. Okay. I think it pairs really well with your fall flavors. Okay. It can be anywhere from dry to sweet. You could almost find like a little bit of a sweet one, and I think it'd go really great with your pumpkin pie. Oh, like a des- for the dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like but I think dessert wines? You know, I know I, you don't like the sweet. I'm not so experienced sweet. enough in dessert wines. I think that they have their time and their place. And they're, there's gr- very high quality dessert wines. I'm just not experienced enough in them to speak on them too much. Well, I appreciate your honesty yeah. there. Okay, so anyway. Uh, we've covered Beaujolais. We've covered Gewürztraminer. Let's talk about Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Good for you. You've always got Chardonnay for... Mother-in-law Judy. Judy. You've always got Chardonnay for Judy. Um, If I'm going to be all honest here, which I am with you guys because you're my friends, I usually just buy a cheap bottle because she's going to drink it. That's it. And then whatever's left over, I just kind of pour into some pasta sometimes. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I just cook with it. Yeah, well, last week we made that sangria. With yes. an unoaked Chardonnay. I think I did like that. We can that. get our listeners around on some unoaked. I think oh, it's a good place to start. You're coming. You're you're bringing thoughts to my head. Yeah. So I could take the leftovers yeah. and make like a day after Thanksgiving brunch sangria. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. 
There's a lot of different routes you can go with Chardonnay. But again, I think it's one of those whites that's not necessarily a super oaky, warm climate California Chardonnay. Doesn't mean they're all... Wine is so complicated because it's like you say something and then as soon as you say it, you feel like you have to take it back because it's not always the case and it's not always the opinion. And this is where I get frustrated and I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I'm actually being for real right now. But you're... I'm going to speak my opinion, but I don't want to deal with somebody else who's like, don't agree. That's right. Fine. Don't agree. Wine is like art. It is. Objectional to everybody. You're 100% right. Anyway... I think Chardonnay is a great choice. I'm really coming around, especially to unoaked Chardonnays. I used to be like anti-shard, like, ew, it's gross. It's so buttery. And then it's just like, you just have to try more and you have to learn more and, and taste more. And I think especially with the unoaked ones, I just, they're really tasty. I, I will give them a chance when I'm with you. Okay, great. I'll keep working with you. But here's another good one. Okay. Okay, so I think Riesling overall like Riesling. is a... Easy, like pleases a lot of people and I think it's food friendly because of the high acid but what I'm going to throw in is it being barrel aged oh so again I'm getting a little more technical however I've seen a lot of these pop up from some of my favorite wineries in New York mm-hmm. and what happens is that it gives it a little bit so let me be specific about what the difference is so typically with a Riesling it's going to be aged in stainless steel and that's just how a lot of, not all white wines, but a lot of white wines are aged in stainless steel tanks. And the difference when they're aged in a in an oak barrel is they're going to pick up a little bit more like, I always use the word warm flavors, but what, what oak gives you is kind of like baking spice flavors. You might get some vanilla, maybe a little toastiness, things like that. Sometimes I get a hint of tree. Tree? I love trees it's in oak. my wine. Yeah. Are you being funny? Or are you being for real? Okay, well, I mean, I don't think trees in your wine are all bad, but whatever. I love a green wine. Anyway, (laughs) I just don't know what we're going to edit today and what we're not. Um, So, with a barrel-aged Riesling, while you still have that nice acid, Mm -hmm. it almost tones it a little bit, that you get a more roundedness. And again, it just seems so appropriate fall i almost that's almost what we drank today yes almost what we drank today if we have to open another one that's what it's going to be i I don't know if i can make it (laughs) we'll work on it okay (laughs) so a barrel aged riesling like i said nice crisp um high acid who are you recommending in that i okay i gotta go to my new york favorites. I put you on the spot here. So yeah, and I'm again, this is going to be a little bit trickier when you're going to go to the grocery store. If you go to like a wine shop and you tell somebody that's what you're looking for, hopefully they can help you. My favorites out of the Finger Lakes, number one is going to be Forge Cellars. They really focus on barrel age Riesling. They do a lot. They primarily focus on Riesling. These are all single vineyard Rieslings. Okay. They're all barrel aged. So they're really, really unique and specific and they're very like crafted with love is kind of all I can think. Like they're very, yeah, they're very passionate in what they do and it's very specific in how they do it. So they're making incredible barrel aged Rieslings. I also love, um, Barnstormer on Seneca Lake. They have a barrel aged Riesling. Awesome. And then of course my favorite, I can't ever talk about Riesling and I can't ever talk about wine at the Finger Lakes without talking about Weiss. 
they have a barrel aged Riesling that is uh, that's if if we need a second bottle, that's what we're opening. Listeners, she has a Weiss hat on right now. I do. I like. I don't know why. Normally a sweatshirt. I don't just work there. It correct. She does a lot of. Uh... <laughs> I just love them. Advertising for I them. I mean, listen, I love the Finger Lakes. There's something, I just, I connected with a girl on, on Instagram um, who just spent a few days in the Finger Lakes and she took a lot of my recommendations and it was so nice to hear from her just oh, saying like, nice. there's something about it here. People are so friendly and it's welcoming and it, there's just something about it. And then for me having now spent so much time for so many years, it's like you kind of find your place and that is my place and Ashley is just like the warmest host and makes me feel like I feel like I'm a part of the family and she's probably like who are you but no but she is she's very sweet sweet. and she's very welcoming and I'm sure she's like that to every person who walks right and that that's that's the point so I just have to talk about them and their wines are so sophisticated they, they're extremely delicious yeah you love their semi-sweet or I, semi-dry riesling i'm sorry I, there riesling. was like five wines there that i loved yeah. like that was a great start to our trip yeah we went there before dinner it was great and it was so fun she, i had to speak with her privately before because oh, we were arranging right. some surprises for you she was so great so that cute. house is I, literally we have to i want to do the tr- i mean i know we said there's another house that would be great for us. Yes. But I want to do the whole trip again the exact same exactly. way. I know. It's so perfect. We laughed so hard. We if you so have hard. heard us laugh on here, just imagine six of us laughing yeah. hysterically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... With the same wine buzz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, this so is anyway. Good. This is yeah. Good. These are great. So, again, uh, barrel-aged Riesling, I think, is nice because, again, we're talking about the acid. Makes it kind of food-friendly. And the the barrel aging gives it a roundness that just feels fall like or a tree feeling. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm also going to recommend Pinot Noir, which is maybe a more recognizable and and friendly and accessible varietal, somewhat similar to Beaujolais in its um, lighter lighter body, higher acid. Depending on where it's coming from, you might get those really fruity flavors, or you might get a little bit more of the earthy tones, depending on where it's it's coming from. And those earthy tones are going to be good with, like, your green beans. Maybe your Brussels Brussels sprouts are a tough veggie to pair, but that's probably your best bet. Like, if you're going to sit down with a plate of Brussels sprouts, and you have to have a wine, just go Pinot Noir. It's kind of your only hope. So as just an average person, mm-hmm. me, myself, mm-hmm. when I'm going to get my wines, yeah. and am I wanting to pair it more towards the turkey Listen, or something that's going to just go with everything? Bottom line, you're going to pick what, you, what like. you like. That is my number one answer. I kind of go by price. It doesn't matter. Price is fine too. <laughs> price is totally fine. Okay. You have to pick what's right for you. It doesn't matter anything that I tell you based on my experience or my knowledge. If you don't like it, it doesn't matter. I want you to sit down on Thanksgiving and be like, I love this. And you know what? You might not freaking care if it goes with your turkey or not. Enjoy your wine. Enjoy your turkey. Enjoy your pie. That's all that matters. Okay. Okay. That's, good. That's, That's good. the bottom line. You're taking so much. That's the bottom line. And I love this. But I will say 
this Beaujolais, and especially, like I said, the Louis Jadot is super accessible, super affordable. Does he know Louis Vuitton? You'd have to ask him. I think Louis Vuitton is um, another area. Italian? Yes! (laughs) I don't know. So, beats me. The map of the world. I could see it, but I could not speak it. Yes! (laughs) Just uh, cut that out. Yeah, there's a lot of things we're cutting out today. It's yes. fine. <laughs> um, so but not the. <laughs> no, we will not cut that out. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why is that so funny? Every it is. Time? It really is. Let's polish this off. Cry every time. There's no sense to it. There's no rhyme or reason to that. Oh, <laughs> I saved you so much. <laughs> oh, man. Listeners, oh. <laughs> if you could have seen that, she poured a good pour into her glass. Granted, not like a solid, like normal pour, but when you're finishing off the bottle, a good hefty pour, and then she goes to pour some in mine, and it's literally two drops. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best for you, friend. Thank you so much. Anyway, so once again, the bottom line is drink what you like. That is my number one statement in life. Well, that's why I can't pour you more. You're gonna spill it, you clown. I definitely need to be cut off. Oh, listeners, we have moved our recording studio. <laughs> And now, if she spills, she's on white carpet. Oh, so I'm she's not in trouble. It. I'm not spilling it. Don't it's let her. Really, don't let her try to tell you really I am. Special too. <laughs> we have moved from the basement to the upper level. Now we're in oh, a closet. We are moving on up <laughs> to, the east to the east side. We are on the east side of the house too. To a deluxe apartment in the sky. Oh, wait, maybe we're not on the east side. No, we're on the north side. Well, they don't know that. They can't see us. Anyway, um, God, the editing on this one. How did people listen to this? Hours. Okay. Okay. Oh, one more time. Okay. Drink what you like. That is words to live by. I could tattoo that on my forehead. Oh please. Okay, so if you don't like anything I just talked about, don't drink it. Don't buy it. I don't care if it pairs or not. I want you to like what you like. And then if you're somebody who's maybe you want to expand your horizons or you're really maybe finding it fun and interesting to test some pairings, then try out some of these ones that I've suggested. I really do love Gewürztraminer. I think it's a great pairing, but it's a little bit trickier to find. So, okay, don't worry about it. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, listen, friends, our own Alex Guzman, she can do virtual wine tastings for you i can I just can. reach out if you're interested in yeah. that it's a good night with the girls mm-hmm. if you want oh, to do for a sure. couples thing oh and i'm actually if you're local in the like akron canton area i'm kind of working with cosmos grill in december Ooh. they're doing a holiday wine dinner so it's like a four or five course meal and we've paired a wine with each course and i'll be there for that if you want to come check it out listen i have to do that Mm-hmm. I need. I need to date night. Uh, yes, you and Matt. Yeah, yeah. We need to go to that. It's also my mom's birthday. Oh, hurts. Yeah. It's on December seventh. Seventh. Okay. At Cosmos Grill 
in Maslin. Okay, put this in my calendar. That's K-O-Z-M-O apostrophe S. Listen, if you want to advertise oh, with us, my... look how good we do. Yeah, we're good. We will put it right out there for you. Okay, so what do you think now? What do you think you're going to... Are you Actually, we didn't even address. Do you do you buy wine on Thanksgiving or do you just get Chardonnay for your mother-in-law? Oh, so... Like, what do you like to do on Thanksgiving? I usually get the super cheap wine because I will put it in a pot with butter and chicken broth. And that's what I base my turkey with. Fuck yeah. And I put like herbs in like a chicken... Can um, come over? Yes. Um, what's that? White cloth. Cheesecloth. I thought you said that white cloth. I'm like, you put a white cloth no. inside the turkey? White now cloth. we're talking. I put a bunch of herbs, like poultry yeah. herbs in there yeah. and put that in there and butter. Yeah. And I, that's what I based it with. And then for... Us to drink, I have the Chardonnay for Judy, like we've mm-hmm. established a hundred times yes. now. And then I usually do, um, like, me and Matt really like a Riesling. Yeah. So I do a Riesling. And I do try to have a red, depending on who's coming over. Sure. So Who I have usually comes? It varies. So usually it's, like, my parents, Matt's parents, mm-hmm. and then, like, my stepdaughters yeah. and our kids. And then from time to time, my sister-in-law and her husband have come. Okay. They go several places, so they try to fit us in. Uh-huh. I do need to call them and invite them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the extent of it, usually. Okay. So it's nothing too crazy. No. It's like the max. Like, years past, it would be like 14, 15. Okay. Because Matt's other sister was here. Okay. And stuff. She's in Florida now, so we don't worry about her. Um, it's probably like around 12. Okay. That's reasonable. And then, like, COVID, it was real much smaller. Right, 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 right. I got hammered. <laughs> hammered in 2020 because it was literally just us. We had nobody coming, and we were cooking the stuff. And Wait, so, is that when you showed me the videos of you and Matt and Paige oh dancing in the kitchen? Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> because we had no timeline because I didn't have to, like, have it done by 1 o'clock. Right. Everybody was I was going to, and that was my next question. It was yeah. going to be, what time do you do your meal? That's where I start stressing is trying to get everything done mm-hmm. in time. Um, usually we do it, like, around 2-ish. Okay. So it's, like, right in the middle of the day. That's, see, I can't ever figure out what is, what is the meal time because in my family, because... My parents are not together. We mm-hmm. have two. So we actually, the last couple of years, we come to my house in the morning. My mom comes over. My mom and my sister come over. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll do like a breakfast or because I want my mom to have her Thanksgiving dinner, we'll order in Thanksgiving. Local at Bricks. They're not doing it this year. Oh, I could just good. cry. It is good. It is so good. We've they're done close. Easter with them. Yes, we've done. We've done them for multiple holidays. It's super convenient. They're not doing Thanksgiving. No, hmm. but you know it's okay. okay. They got to do what they got to do. Yeah. Um. It's nice because you don't have like there's four of us, mm-hmm. so we don't have so much food right. that we don't know what to do with. There's there's a perfect amount for us. It might cost fifteen or twenty bucks a person. Totally reasonable because there's literally we don't have to do anything. Right, we'll pick it up. You're paying the food for is that super good. Yes, yes. The food is super good. Um, and then we go to my dad's in the evening, so he pushes it a little bit later, maybe like five ish, which I recognize for most people that's probably a little bit later for Thanksgiving dinner. But um, yeah, I'm always curious. Like, well, with the beginning, I can see like a three o'clock. In the beginning, it used to be more around dinner time. Yeah, but as 
my parents have gotten older, sure. it's, it's a long drive for them. Yeah, and they got to go back. They've got yes, what, about almost an hour? It's like over an hour. It's like oh. an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, okay. And then like with all the construction, there's always freaking construction. Right. Always. Welcome to Ohio. So, and I feel bad. Like, that's a that's a long day for them. So, mm-hmm. I try to push it up for them so they can get back at a normal time and not have to deal with a lot of traffic. Good job, Andrea. Thank you. You're very accommodating. Plus, selfishly, in years past, when it used to be a big thing to go shopping on Black Friday, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Black Friday was really Thursday night. Right. They all moved it. Me and my friend, um, Shelly... Not the Shelly I went to Vegas with, the mm. different Shelly. How many Shellys do you know? Just two. No, I know three. I have oh a sucker. Oh, Sucker on Shelly. Shocker mom. Oh, I love Shelly Long. <laughs> Freaking love her. Cheers. Tom Hanks in the house oh, movie. Oh, Money Pit. Oh, my God. I just think I of True Beverly her. Hills. That, she's amazing. I lived for that movie when I was a kid. I'm certain she's living. And when I talk to you guys, I get very close to the microphone. <laughs> That's anyway. when you're telling a secret. It's yes. really something special. So where was I going with this? Shelly. Oh, so we would go shopping. And this was like the highlight of my day. As much as I love Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. like I almost couldn't wait. Like, oh, we're going shopping. <laughs> We had it down. We had gone for years, but now how they many, don't do it anymore. Are you really getting... How many deals did you really get? I feel like every time I, I look, I'm like... I feel what? like I would get all my shopping done. That you time. Was it just because you got your shopping done, or were you getting deals? Were you saving money? Both. We would go to multiple stores. We would divide and conquer and be calling each other. We'd be yelling each other's names through the store. Oh, so much that we would go to Denny's and have sure have was, like an omelet. Yeah, just like have fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Listen, to fun. A, a guy we work with, Jim, is like the the deal master. That's true. And he lives for Black Friday. And the only deal I think we've ever gotten was he helped Mario get a TV. Oh really? Oh my That's gosh! It. I've gotten TVs and computers at amazing prices on Black Friday. Yeah, but is it worth it what you go through to get it? Yeah, because... like at this point you have to like camp out starting Wednesday night. No, we don't camp out. We go Thursday. We just go like she would pick me up like six, seven o'clock, and we just go. We would have to wait in line at Target because they like say they wouldn't open till eight, so we would wait in line. It's just part of the fun. I don't know if this works for me. It's part of the fun. I don't know. Maybe it's because there's less people at your Thanksgiving. When I go to my dad's, there's like 9,000 people there. And I'm well, just socializing. Well, eating at 6 o'clock. Too. And I'm just drinking. Yeah. I drank a little too much last well, year. we would have some drinks while we're waiting in line. Oh, yeah. Now Probably we're talking. Probably okay. shouldn't mention that. Um, but we will. <laughs> we would have our hot hand warmers. Yeah. You know, keep warm. Yeah. Have some drinks. Oh, yeah. The only thing great. that sucks okay, about that is you have to go to the bathroom. That takes that. One time, there was a pair of boots when it was really in style to wear the high boots. Uh Uh And there was a pair of boots I had in my eye. So we, I'm telling you, we divide and conquer. We talk about, we would talk about this days in advance. Sure. We'd have like maps of the store. (laughs) We'd be in line like psyching each other up. Did you go to the store like the day before to see how it was laid out? No, not that crazy. (laughs) But while we're in line, we'd be like, all right, here's, you're going to go here. I'm going to go here. We'll meet up here. We'll call each other or we'll just yell each other's name through the store what store did you get boots at so this was at target oh so i go into target they had the boots like just on the floor in the middle of nowhere see that's the thing sometimes they put things they'll mm-hmm. be like toys in the middle of clothes they, they just put, put stuff shit everywhere everywhere yes 
So I find the shoes and I'm like, these are the shoes I wanted. So I go over with my cart and I about like normally it's super cool. I've never had a problem on the Thursday night, Black oh, Friday shopping. This, is gonna be good. this lady was throwing elbows and she's, I had my hand on the box and she's grabbing it. And listen, <laughs> lady, step off. My hand is on it. So there was a few words. I may have pulled the box oh. away. <laughs> She's pulling. Damn. That was the only time. I have never seen like anything like you see on the news. Like in Jingle like Walk Away. The only correct. The only thing is it's super long lines to wait in the checkout. Wait, but you but you were fighting over a box. We were fighting Physically. over one box and I won because How are I'm those a winner. Boots? I wore those boots for years. All right. Yes. Well then, cheers to All that. All the time. All right. Mm. Should we wrap this up? Are we even talking about Thanksgiving? I don't know. Anymore? I have no idea. <laughs> Here's the keys to take a point. All right. Take away. All right. Takeaways from this episode. So you're going to get your wine that you Wait, love. Wait, no, hold on. Back up. Stop. Oh. Hold on. Before we even get there. Why? Number one, don't expect a blanket on the airplane. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't be crazy. Number two, technology sucks. And But does it? Because we're having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, get your wine that you like. Get your wine, whatever you like. However, try this Beaujolais <laughs> from France. Wee mm-hmm. wee. Yeah, whatever she said. Number four, when your turkey is in your fridge and as you're putting it into the oven, talk to it. You're it makes it so gotta much more show delicious. It some love. Show it some love. I love talking to the turkey. Yeah. I like, that excites me. Do you shove any citrus it. up its ass? So he, that's why I was going to ask you that. I I will like go into the skin and kind of break it apart, oh. and I rub butter and garlic oh my into God. that. I have a friend who used to do that. Mm-hmm. She would I watched her one time like pull the skin mm-hmm. and just shove a stick of butter in there. Mm-hmm. So she was just roasting a chicken, and okay. this is what she was doing. And I was like, oh, <laughs> but um, I don't do all that. But I shove lots of shit up in that bird. The key to my gravy is the citrus that I put into the cavity. I don't put any stuffing in there. No. Years I'm, ago, I tried like stuffing? that. I like stuffing on the side. My dad likes a, stuffing that's been in there. Actually, and I'm like, yeah. like, I don't it's know. It's like actually I eating stopped. a bird's gut. I stopped that. I'm not a big stuffing fan. The freaking heart and the liver and um, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I purposely keep all that stuff and give it to him. And I'm like, don't show me you eating it. Oh, so, there we go. We got it. Um, <laughs> Andrea fought a bitch over boots. I did. Wait, how much were the boots? Oh my god, they were like twenty bucks. That's why I was fighting a bitch over. And what was the original price? I. Have you better tell me like fifty, or I'm gonna be they like, were okay, seventy five dollars. <laughs> I don't. You know. have no idea. Okay, you no, got $20. I know it was a deal. Twenty dollars for boots is good. All right, so you were like the stylish. All right, brine your ones. turkey. Oh yes. Drink what you like. Don't ask for a blanket. Twenty dollar boots. Yeah, just summed it up. All right, well, friends. Um, I don't know. I got nothing. I'm gonna go take a nap now. All right. Okay. Next week. (laughs) Bye, friends.